0: You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. and welcome to... (laughs) I'm going Zowsers, guys. I'm just going to keep saying it until people... Someone emails Tom. Tom at LaughFactory.com. Start making shirts, Bill. Start making shirts. I like Zowsers. Anyway, we're here. This is a very cool, interesting episode. It's kind of a snippet. The whole episode was three hours, and we... Took out a thirty-minute segment. A ton of people kept
1: popping in and out, so none of the there was never like a full interview. Everyone got halfway into a story, yes. and they got
0: interrupted. That's how we started. We're like, hey, it's gonna be so loose, loose and cool. Loose, and after while, but then we there's like, just we would start arcs, and then yeah. people would leave unsatisfied. We're like, what the fuck are we doing here? This is stupid. No one cares. So uh, we took this. This is one of the first ones we recorded, and we took uh, a thirty-minute segment out with Mike Falzone and JC. Socola and yes. was Sarah Bello in that one? No, okay, she had not arrived yet. Um, sorry, Sarah. So anyway, so this <laughs> is about uh, Michael Richards when he had his very famous, infamous breakdown at the Laugh Factory. There was a lot of discussion about what happened at the Laugh Factory, Michael Richards. Why we have someone who that. was there in the building when it happened? Who was actually the the server for the two African African American gentlemen who uh, quote unquote heckled him yeah and made him lose his mind set him off now he tried to pretend that he didn't lose his mind and that he actually was. you like, there's a still mistake. those like, words. Yeah, there's still those words. Yes, he would. But he was obviously trying to recover from a, a horrible moment where he. And like, everybody in the audience was like, "Yeah, there are those words." Yeah, and he uh, obviously, <laughs> if it was, if it was a planned bit. He would have because he said those words, and then when they talked back, he goes, "What, guys? You were you were talking to me the whole time." That was like the worst Michael Richards impersonation ever. But anyway, the point is, uh, <laughs> it was just like a petulant teenager. It's interesting. Get out of my room. Know, this second time recording, this is the first time we deleted it because uh thomas wakefield is a part of the woke community he's a 24 year old kid i'm let's say older and uh i don't i'm not as worried so much about the word please as tommy is uh, i accidentally deleted it we didn't we didn't say okay, anything whatever. crazy but we talked about the the whole thing on 30 rock about what well, we talked about first the n-word and how that fnc has, how people tried to ban the n-word over the years which are prior did back in the early 80s and they tried, Jamie Massad tried to do that after this happened with Michael Richards. And then 30 Rock did an episode, I think it was called FNC, about the three verboten words that you can't really say in society without getting banned by the woke police. Yeah. Like maybe a place I like- I kind
1: of like Jerry Seinfeld's stance on it. Which so is have what? you ever seen Talking Funny? Mm, it's yes. It's like Chris Rock, Louie. Jerry Seinfeld says, I think comedians should be able to say whatever they want. Mm-hmm and if you find the funny in something like the f-word or the n-word then you can do it but i've never found it nor do i seek it that's kind of like where i'm Mm -hmm. at interesting
0: well the way i look at it is like if you look at one of the most foreboding things ever in the history of the world to talk about is probably the holocaust and hitler right you know how many times hitler's been lampooned in america by charlie chaplin by bugs bunny by mel brooks it happens all the time i think it's definitely more the the way that the pc works is
1: it's all about where you're aiming the cannon you know what i mean hitler is the oppressor so you can make
0: fun of him but you don't make fun of the victims got it that makes sense yeah, which is why Larry David got in a little bit of trouble in SNL when he talked about, hey, if I was in a concentration camp, I would uh, I the girl. I
1: still think that's that was a funny bit, though.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because
1: he's, uh, you know, it's, it's
0: like a coping joke. Yeah. Right? You yeah. know what I mean? And now it's now we go into the R-, R word. Like, you can't even say the R word. And there are two R words now, right? There's what retard the and there's rape. You can't even say Oh, right, say, yeah. Uh, a, as a just manucus. saying rape triggers people. Yeah, just say the word. And the idea that you're supposed to say trigger warning before you say certain things. Well, you can't do that in comedy. Is, That's ridiculous. It's the most retarded cunt thing I've ever heard. <laughs> um, whatever. It's a little, maybe it's a little hacky. I, I don't say those words There's on stage. I don't have any jokes. Other than I say, I would never say the N-word, it's offensive to black people. I would never say the C-word because it's offensive to cunts. Yeah. Which I will never get rid of. <laughs> he loves it. Because it pisses tough too many people. Anyway, so you get to, you get to, we'll, we'll include the, the I kind of like the idea that people also need to loosen up a little bit.
1: especially Absolutely. Especially in the context of, of comedy.
0: It's it's the one place where the First Amendment is celebrated and protected. Yes. And I hope that never fucking happens. If dies. you're in a fucking business meeting oh, and you drop yeah. cunt,
1: that's crazy.
0: Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, unless but someone's like, being a cunt. Ha <laughs> ha um, Comedy's got to be comedy. Yes, yes. So anyway, that, that's all pretext to say that we will include the audio for the Michael Richards thing. And uh, if you don't know what it is, then you know, Google it or, or listen to this clip. It's pretty crazy. He had, a, he had a mental breakdown after after he thought he got heckled. We find the real story from JC, who was a server at the time. I keep saying I want to say waiter, but I say server to be PC. Uh, <laughs> she tells a real story about what happened, and 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 it's it's pretty interesting. It's only thirty minutes. It's kind of a short stuff. So enjoy it. Make. Sure sure you rate us and review us on iTunes five stars only and any questions email Tom at laughfactory.com yeah all right all good enjoy bye-bye
1: shut up 50 years ago to had you upside down with a fucking pork up your ass <laughs> What's buried beneath your stupid motherfuckers? It's the after laugh, after laugh Welcome to the after laugh, after laugh, after laugh
0: After laugh, man <laughs> Go ahead, pull up a chair <laughs> uh, Okay, so I met her, JC, when she was a server At the Laugh Factory. At the Laugh Factory. Is that where you started?
2: That's where I started. I was uh, working in the office, booking during the day cocktail waitressing thursday friday saturday night and then like after a year they gave me uh, a midnight show that i could host Nice. but i was like just super personable you know i wasn't really forming any jokes i just was like hi yeah. right. oh, i'm so happy i'm so happy here. <laughs> yeah i was like a, a mini j davis uh-huh. and, <laughs> but then but then i moved into this place and it was really lovely for me i mean i had a i had a bigger one upstairs but it was just yeah. very it was a cool scene because i was them Immersed in it very, very heavily, very quickly, and and also cared for the cocktail waitresses. And, I, and that job in itself was uh, a part of my career as well, building brands and properties and cool uh, essential bars and what clubs look like and producing events. I learned that from here, mm-hmm. which was just cool. But I used to know Bill because you would come in all the time and then you'd go away. Yes, you come in, you go away, and your hair was shaggy. I
0: was by coastal.
2: He was Hell by yeah. Coastal, bro.
0: New York, guy. I'd have to go back and do a play in New York, guys. <laughs> oh, my God.
3: I have to do a production.
0: <laughs> I have to do a Dead. production. Uh, that's awesome. So, uh, we, we are talk. Mike was just telling us how he proposed to his wife. Congratulations. And then he didn't. Thank oh, you so much. this was years ago. Yeah. Oh. We're doing the chronology but of his still, life.
3: But still, it still feels good to hear.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're now married. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and uh, and obviously, like, a very good marriage, because I made, like, a joke. He's like, he's like I would never say anything bad about my wife. I was like, good. Th- so this is a question I have for you. Uh, She's
3: Albanian. Do you know
0: any Albanian?
2: Yeah
3: yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah.
0: You-
2: but, but anyway, how about who cares? Just don't ever say anything bad about your wife. No, that's what but, I'm saying. <laughs> but,
0: which is what I wanted to, it's a good segue, because I want to talk to you about that. I remember Patton Oswald in one of his albums, he said, he said, I'm in love. This is when, you know, oh, God, it's so awful bring it up, because his wife is, mm-hmm. you know, he's, you know, pass
2: nice but passing life. on is a part of what it is, and it's not your fault,
0: yeah. But but he's he said at the beginning of this album, I forget which one it was. He goes, I'm so in love, I don't know how I can still be funny. Mm. And so, I thought about that, like, mm. but it's a thing because there's a lot of uh, uh, comedy is obviously self deprecating for a lot of people, and a lot yeah. of it is about complaining about something, yeah. And when you're in a happy marriage or happy relationship, it seems sort of um. Counterintuitive to being a funny person on stage, talking about the misery of your life or the well, if you're of a com-
3: if you're a comedian in 1987 and all your jokes start with like <laughs> my goddamn wife,
0: I, I well that's the thing I listen to comics who go up there and go oh my fa- I haven't had sex and like day yeah and yeah, I was yeah. like I never ever want to be that comic so
3: dude there was this one filter. That I had I had a woman teach me how to do Yeah, it was called Nashville And <laughs> it made me Nashville. look so good And a little blue
2: <laughs> The shadows
3: um, The woman who taught me how to do comedy Her name is Christine O'Leary And she ran a workshop in Connecticut And uh, I had all these notebooks Filled with like dick jokes basically And like sex stuff uh-huh. And I we were going over jokes And she was like Close your notebook And I was like okay what what next? <laughs> and she goes, I don't want you to think because you're a white guy in your 20s that you need to be an asshole when you're on stage. Uh-huh. And that blew my whole you shit apart. You
2: that? That's good for you. Well, I
3: did my best at yeah. the time. Yeah. And uh, and ever since then, like I I've been very mindful about like what my voice and my taste is. Yeah. So I'm not a real complainy.
2: Me, I, I find that and I back that up with you saying that I think we've, I don't know, I think it's shifted since from 15 years ago. I personally like when it's not necessarily all complaining. Yeah. And I think it's starting to be a bit of a trend. But I know how you feel like it has to be that way. And I know, I remember Jerry Seinfeld said, nothing funny gets written by the beach. And I was like, I live in the marina and that's, that's where I'm going to stay. huh and, like, just because I like boats and nice water doesn't mean it can't still be funny. It's just a different kind. Yeah. yeah,
0: for sure.
3: But also, on the other hand, it's like if that's who you are... Exactly. ...then it works.
0: Yeah. You know? Exactly. It's just and we're not mad at you for you it. So right, do you, right, do, you right. do you talk about your wife Authentic. on stage? Is she, is she Have you ever had a joke? I had a... I, yeah, my opener's about my wife. What is it? She, uh...
3: Take my
2: wife, please? Take
3: my wife, please, I think it is. <laughs> and then I just wait for them to all stop cheering. Uh... I say my wife, the first thing my wife told me this morning was I look like I'm peeking out from behind a bush.
2: So and that's my, calling? that ruined
3: my punchline. Uh, your sorry, joke guys, ruined my guys, it's punchline.
0: my weed people. <laughs> Hello.
2: That we'll take the tape again while he's
3: on the phone. <laughs> uh, a bush. I this
2: said. is oh, okay. why I don't ever um, do my material I'll be right there. on yeah.
0: podcast. So, uh, so you guys, why don't you have a conversation amongst yourselves? <laughs> why don't you interview? Ask him a couple questions about his worst set. I gotta go pick up weed.
2: Okay, pick up weed. They deliver.
0: They're de- this I mean, that's is Bill's mean. They're, first time. I got no, no. Pick, I got pick <laughs> up by the gate.
2: You can put your rollerblades <laughs> on. They delivered it to me. T- <laughs> <laughs> really? Are you I going like, to be I negative should, to me? Jason? I like are you kidding? I like rollerbladers. A you play hockey obviously. I care for you and that play was hockey, a- which makes it pathetic. That doesn't make it pathetic. Not in those are you we don't. still recording? This sounds
3: What should we Look talk at
2: me about? in my eyes. <laughs> When I interview you. This is too intense. Do you find that there's no Italian people on the West Coast? This is NPR news. Do I find that there's no Italian people where?
3: Where are the rest of the Italian people (laughs) on the West
2: Coast? What specifically are you referring to? Are they hiding somewhere? You mean they like as a group in LA or like where are the Italians?
3: Like I'm from the Northeast and we're swimming in them.
2: Interesting. And then I
3: got out here and there are seven.
2: You know it's fascinating because there are they live in palm springs palm springs right some italians there but also why italy i don't know italian northeast like i'm from pittsburgh Uh (laughs) uh-huh they're there
3: yeah that's almost where they stopped they stopped at chicago they
2: stopped and they were they like looked at the coal and they were like what a great idea Uh let's stay so that's pittsburgh so i understand but i've been in california for 13 years i'm a beach babe now and sure. i go back and i speak that gospel to the pittsburghites they don't want anything to do with it
3: it's a very different place if we stay here it's like here. the opposite of that we
2: die here yeah yeah you die here my if street goes hands. straight up yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i do run into italian people but yeah not the i mean yeah, the ones i would run into here i don't know if i'd like that much
3: interesting are there really not Italians in LA? No, there's t- like maybe I seventeen Italians. They're people.
2: hang, they're not hanging out with him. I know just enough Italians.
0: Just okay. the perfect amount yeah, of yeah, Italians. Yeah. If sure. You
2: need some Italians. I can.
3: I will take some of your Italians. Take off your some hand.
2: of my Italians.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, be very helpful. Um,
2: we got nowhere, by the way.
0: <laughs> no, it's 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 totally fine. It's okay, all going to be cut. So, no, um, don't.
2: What do you mean? <laughs> I'm wasting for time. No, my it's voice. really it's
0: really not. It's really not. Um, <laughs> we what was that sign for, Tommy? <laughs> Tommy just took a nap in your bed.
2: Yeah. Thank God.
0: <laughs> okay, Thank God. cool.
2: Huh?
0: Um, no, but this is this is an audio.
2: Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. We're Thank God. D- I didn't d- want to be on camera.
0: You look beautiful.
2: Yeah, it's nothing to do with that. I'm happy that I'm okay, not. Okay,
0: so, <laughs> so we're doing the, the This Is Your Life, Mike Fellow's own story. So uh, you, you propose, open mic. She obviously said yes. Mm-hmm. You went up there. You bombed. <laughs> Was there a moment where you were like, Maybe I should stop doing stand up. Maybe stand up is not. Has it ever crossed your mind? Because I know it's something that comics go through yeah. uh-huh. sometimes more than ever, more than other times. But, uh,
3: uh, well, I know from trying that I can't have an office thing. I yeah. did that when you I did? was doing music stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. my parents were always cool with me doing anything creative as long as I was taking care of my bills and shit like that. Yeah. So I always paid all my own way. Mm hmm. Uh, Or was able to support myself while I was doing music or anything creative. So I always knew that I had to keep doing creative things. It's just a matter of like, how many of them do I have to do to make rent while I'm bombing and doing stand-up comedy? Yeah.
2: Uh, Well, I never bombed. <laughs> so I don't relate hundred percent. Yeah, understood. But I get like at least seventy four of that. It's but cool
3: I, of you to try that. Yeah,
0: of wait, funny. JC. <laughs> well, let, let's go. There. JC, what you, we've all bombed, obviously. Yeah. If we if we didn't bomb, we wouldn't be stamp comics. Right. We'd be Never musicians <laughs> who <camp>. can't bomb. <laughs> uh, as
3: soon as you end a song, there's no way to bomb as a musician. Yeah, you end a song and then people is. clap.
2: No, this is the
3: last chord and then. Clap
2: but and if they don't clap, they don't they're clap. like they're like they're
0: like well they listened you right yeah 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 I had someone uh, I'm not going to name, name the name but they were they were in Reno they were my feature in Reno and uh, I'm not going to say when but recently and she, this person he or she she was uh, on stage and she got off and I was right there and uh-huh. it was like I had to I couldn't say like you'll, you'll get them next time or something but I did say I was like what can I say positive so I said well they were listening yeah, which is you know, and they were they were listening, they just weren't laughing at anything. Sure. So uh, as a musician, you can always you'll you'll be listened to. So the word so you must have had a heckler story at some something, but everyone's had one thing where they're like, ugh.
2: Yeah, I mean, but this one was like me and Eliza Schlesinger at the same time, so it was like a double whammy. What but, do you mean? Because it was like the only real story I have is this woman who was ha- was on of uh, her phone eating a caesar salad drinking chardonnay <laughs> <laughs> and this where was this this was at uh god it was in was it in was it in calgary or was it was i think it was in calgary i don't know what it was
0: so you've been doing it for a while now because at this point you're international
2: well calgary with eliza i mean Oh, so yes, was a opener R- I didn't for know this. this for this gig particularly okay. but like the the woman was in the chardonnay. Eliza tried to tame her. And then at, at a certain point, Eliza snapped, d- dove in. I was hosting the show. Yeah. And then she like, as we were crossing, she was like, I'm sorry about that. Not sorry, but like, fuck that woman. So,
0: so Eliza was the headline at this point. This is pre-Eliza, this is pre-Eliza. Eliza.
2: Pre-Eliza okay. Eliza, way yeah. back. So yeah. that's why I'm saying is I don't actually, hecklers don't, they don't come around me. Yeah. You know, I, but I also don't do the mainstream clubs that you guys do. I do, like, yoga conventions.
3: Okay. You know Wait, what I what? mean? Uh, no, I don't know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, out of the club audience.
2: Out of the club audience, theater audience, <laughs> producing that side audience. I'll do clubs for schools. I'll, I'll do festivals. Those are great for me. Yeah. And for touring stuff internationally, they set up, like, a three-week or four-week gig at a time, like, Australia or Tokyo and stuff. But, like, club after club, like, Laugh Factory style, that's not my speed anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like, I realized very early in, it's, like, watching Tiffany grow has been fucking amazing because, like, that's her speed. Like, if I go on there, I'll have a heart attack on stage now. Why? I'll slay so hard and then that's my life. Hmm. Straight up. Hmm. I swear. it Like, my performance stuff that I do You're now. You're a
3: prisoner to your own success. My
2: prisoner to my own success. And you can't even tell if I'm lying. It's, like, it's... <laughs> It's on the cusp of like the greatness where I feel like if I go in there and I perform at Laugh Factory, like 13 years have I gone in, it just becomes a different side of me as a comic.
0: Yeah, I'm a little confused by what I just heard. To be to be f- completely honest,
3: I don't understand, but I'm I'm in it for the story.
0: Yeah. It's
2: so good. <laughs> I'm invested. Yeah, I'm I invested. just feel like this heckler situation. What what happened was a yeah, woman. What yeah, it was a woman who was talking loudly. I went back on stage, and I said, "You know, we're all just trying to do love and light here. That's <laughs> all we're trying to do. is my thing, nice. love and light. Uh, listen to Eliza. You you could take your call outside." And she yelled at me and <laughs> said, "I don't want your fucking light." <laughs> And then I paused and I was like, oh, I get what's happening. You're a cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the room lit up and then Eliza ran back in and was like, I fucking sold you. (laughs) And that's when I was like, okay, this, yes, I fucking know, but I don't want this for the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah. i can handle it i don't want to be a part of it okay I so like it's wh- not
3: normally like
0: that so when you happened when that happened did you feel bad that you said that absolutely it some, not no. it was it
2: it sparked a fire in me that i've never seen <laughs> yeah and that's why i fear you don't want you to fear need it. it. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. i fear i fear the style of you know and that's the thing is you guys you you really deal with it a lot more but i put myself in creative Comedic situations that are different than the road dogs because yeah. of that reason it doesn't mean anything one way or the other. In fact, I've been around with the greatest of road dogs. I fucking love it. I love stand up so much that I eat, slept, and drank it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know that it is a different fuel in those heckler environments than those stand up environments than what I in the marina want to be a part of. Mm-hmm.
0: No, okay, I, I get you that. You get that? I do get that, but but let me, so this is part of the reason why I don't really play the comedy store. I mean, not like people are banging down my door saying play the comedy <laughs> store.
2: Well, they would if they just knew where your door was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They over just here. don't know where you're doing. But you the first it time I went <laughs> for days. to the,
0: this is when I was hanging out with uh, 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 Dali a lot. and He's like, hey, come down, like, you know, I'll hug you up. And this was Tommy was there. And I went there and a big, like argument broke out between Steve, Brody, Brody Stevens and Don <laughs> Barris on mm. stage, and I, I was like, "Is this real or is this fake?" Mm. I had no idea, but they were really like, "Fuck you, your piece of you, you, you and your stupid." And like, and I was like, "I don't know what the f- and it was whatever it was it wasn't funny." And then it was uncomfortable. And then I walked out and I saw someone punch another guy. What in, this, in the same night? And I said, "I don't think this is for me. Oh, right like, on. I'm a little right. bit too sensitive." And I then I went back one guy. other time. And I think this time it was like uh, the potluck Monday thing. And Fraser Smith was like, hey, come on, Billy. Well, I'll get you on stage. Mm-hmm. And it was a three minute He's thing. He's a walking and corpse was, and I love him. It was in the uh, the man. He's It was, the best. It was in the OR, right? Which is the smaller. Yeah. And uh, so I go in the OR and it's like three minutes and there's like stone Jamaicans and I'm just doing cr- like crowd work. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much time. I thought I had five or seven, but apparently I had three. Yeah. Right. And, As you do in And the I OR. don't know where the light is. Which is it's, on the, it's different it was, than any it's other a hundred
3: world. Yeah
0: 180 left. Yeah And so I'm looking out and I figured something something I don't thing, anything And then this fucking guy who I'm sure is probably still a stand-up like a little guy who I could fucking choke unconscious in five sure. seconds Was like dude get the fuck off stage. You got the light. Uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> Literally, he's the host of the show. and I go I go, go Are you fucking kidding I go where me? he goes. It's the star. It's the blue star. No. Yeah and I go, oh, man, I didn't see it. Well, get off stage, man. And I was literally like, I could for your I host. could fucking choke you unconscious <laughs> in four <laughs> seconds, bro. Why the fuck would you talk to me like that? Uh-huh. So I think it's just like I have like pent up, like I have a, a, a little pent up whatever yeah. thing it is that I don't want. To, it's like it's a the Incredible role, Hulk. Dude, I don't there, want to go out. You
3: know how f- protective the store guys are of the store. Yeah. That's like it's all, every one of the three places. Talk to me or Tommy about that shit, trying to, like break in. It's a all three are a different fortress, yeah. that have three completely different magical combinations, to and I
2: just there. laugh at the whole thing yeah. being an innocuous cocktail server that was there for Michael Richards's incident, and oh, there, there alone night. because everyone was at the Las Vegas comedy Festival, ok. So so I'm never going to tell this story.
0: You're not gonna tell the story? <laughs> no,
2: well, ho- not until someone pays me so much money.
0: <laughs> I got like a weed? Has weed. I got weed? <laughs> yeah. It's not enough money. It's not well,
2: enough let me money. Just, let me, okay. I've I've put this out to publishers. If anybody wants th- six years of Laugh Factory shit. Oh no, no, I d I don't want, okay, but
0: I do want I do wanna hear about the Michael Michael Richards story though. <laughs> I do wanna hear about that because it
3: sounds like you're gonna have to pay up.
0: I wasn't <laughs> Because I'm just wondering when when it hap- when it happened, like were you afraid that shit was gonna break out like a a riot type of thing like how bad was it it was by the way people people who don't some people might not know what what it is Michael Richards very infamously was on stage the Laugh Factory he got heckled and he lost his shit and he wanted Tyra Wade said the n-word like seven times yeah
2: yeah yeah so there so this when I was living in the building at the time and I was still running the day scheduling and Jamie was with and I'll make this short and one day I'll tell you the longer version uh, on on TV Uh, This isn't uh, TV. Um, Oh,
0: you're right. You're right. So
2: (laughs) it was, but now it's not not TV anymore. (laughs) Uh, So so uh, Friday night. Uh, Mike's on the lineup, he's doing yoga upstairs, um, cocktail servers are going. <laughs> yeah, this is Mike Richards, Michael
0: Richards would do, you call him Mike, but he would do yoga. And his name was, what was his name? It was like Xanax Z- Z- or Xander? I Zander never
2: or... got that far. I would always just let him have his space. He had his own
0: special name.
2: Sure. I mean, comedians like would interact more with the talent than we would normally, unless we organically created a friendship yeah. that was honest and real, or if there was something else. Like, I, we separated off. I kept very much like... I had a goal with this yeah. um, in my head and made great, amazing friends, truthfully. So, uh, this is pre-iPhone, pre-everything, pre-we had no thing at the door about recording, video, audio, and I've, I've gone back with this story in my head like millions of times on the tickets. What was on the tickets? Was there anything like no recording? Nope. This it's pre-TMZ. This is pre-everything, and I live right there. This
0: is 2008, right?
2: 2009. 2009. I have to look that up. 8 or 9, yeah, for it, sure. M- it must have been 8 or 9, because I was yeah. living here 2007, 8, yeah. maybe 9. Um, no I moved in 2009. So he, this, the, the cocktail waitresses seat everybody, they're doing their one drink around, whatever. He headlines, I think, that's what goes on. And then I'm in the back, we're sitting in the back. He's performing and I know that there were two razor phones mm-hmm. up, right? Mm-hmm. They could only take fifteen seconds or less of grainy audio at a megahertz. It's just like nothing compared to what we have today. Yeah, yeah. No one this no flash we're talking. like it's a laugh factory. Back in the day it was casual. Dane was out of town. Yeah. He's in comedy, um the com- the Las Vegas Comedy Festival or whatever, and Jamie's with them. That's where I was. Eddie Ift was there too. And yeah. so he's like, Hold on the floor. I'm like, okay, (laughs) you got it. And so we hold down the fort, and then all of a sudden you hear it, and then it's just that word, that word, that word. Then a conversation. We're looking up, and it's two young black kids like dressed super cute just trying to talk to their cocktail waitress because it's loud in there. The acoustics are loud. Like If you're getting the two-drink minimum for people, which they are forced to do, these cocktail waitresses... Are forced to do it as soon as they sit down. Boom! What's your two drinks? But thats how they were trained back then. Yeah. That noise carries. He is not a trained performer in the stand-up culture. Yeah. Those acoustics hit his ear. He's already finicky. He goes. This is not by so any means. So they were means. just ordering drinks. From what I saw that day, yes, they oh, were wow. not talking. That's that's what's fucked up. That's what I've never told. Like, it is the most fucked up thing because it wasn't a heckle back and forth from what we saw it was just exactly what we have to go through as cocktail waitresses and then he gets better and then i call jamie i'm like yo i'm not sure about this and when brett, this is happening you call this him. is i at after it happened yeah. i was like this is bad this seems bad this feels bad <laughs> does it must feel like this is bad and brett brett I had to go do a spot at the store brett um, riley eyebrows brett. Brett Ibr- drinks oh brett drinks, ernst brett ernst, <laughs> ernst. The only know people by their face <laughs> from like 2008. Right. <laughs> um, so he's like, he, I, I was like, he's going to spread at the store. And then it got a little bit at the store. But this, again, was pre-everything. So I like go that next night home, go to sleep. No big deal. If no one saw anything, no one can say anything. I wake up the next morning. I jog really early at 7 a.m. This was like during my fit era. <laughs> I walk out to jog and I put like my earbud in and I see camera trucks. Lined up Laurel.
0: Oh, yeah. And I
2: get chills to this day. I turn back around. I go and I have to Google because I don't have a phone that was fast enough. Like Michael Richards question mark. And it was just like with your laptop. No, I went back inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even jog. Uh uh-huh. oh, right Was it Ask
0: Jeeves? Michael Bison question <laughs> mark? It wasn't Google Michael Hill. Richards Bye. question mark.
2: That's what I put it. Or I put like Kramer question mark. And uh-huh. then it was like that stamp, that first TMZ stamp of exclusive uh, video. And yeah. I watched it. It was grainy as fuck. And I was like, still not even registering yeah. what was going on. And then I called Jamie again, and I was like, it's on the internet. Mm. <laughs> He's like, buddy, buddy, what even is an internet? It's <laughs> just a bunch of buddies. <laughs> and, then, and then I go, I feel like this is bad, guys. Like, I don't know much about the law, but I think we broke it anyway. So Why? What do you mean
0: he bro- we broke it?
2: I'm just like, I don't know much about the law. It's just me joking but panicking. And then he goes, we'll keep him off stage tonight. And he just hangs on me. I'm like, you want me to keep...
0: Like physically?
2: Physically <laughs> keep... Kramer, was he, wait, wait, was he
0: going to come back the next night? He, he was,
2: he was booked to headline both nights, and I'm like, he's not going to come back. He's not going to come back. He doesn't come from the front. He like makes his way. I oh, swear he does I, come back. I swear he climbed the roof, and no one believes me. I don't know how <laughs> he got in. He was like a spider ninja. He made it past me, everyone, and just went up. Did a fine set. Did a great set. We were just like kind of all on pins and needles. No. Yeah. That's what it, it, he does it anyway. And then the next day he he get, well, he leaves and there's uh, CBS News out to meet him at the Laugh Factory. A-
0: after he gets off stage.
2: Yes. And the, CBS the second News night. is there. CBS News is at the back door where like Noel and Medell were. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like, CBS News. <laughs> and I was like, this feels not good. And, and then, did he say anything to them? He ran past them just like, ran past. And then the next day, I mean, this is when it all exploded. Like it wasn't, even the day of, it wasn't big news. Like today, yeah, if you yeah. did that today, boom, it's boom. there. Yeah. But this took two days to really form what formed, and yeah. then after that, Jamie banned the N-word, and then that, and then Mooney came on, Paul Mooney was like, I can say the N-word whatever I want, I was like, this is chaos! Mm, yeah, and I loved it.
0: Oh, Jamie, it, it, it has loved been it. the single best piece of press for the Laugh Factory. I can't
2: even, that has ever happened. Can I say
0: something? So a uh, lot of police activity going on today. Uh, Pretending so like I it's was, not Los Angeles. I was right. working at the New York Times Square Laugh Factory which, I don't know if you ever. I did.
2: Were, I went with Dom Irera.
0: Yeah. That
2: was really fun. I yeah. had a great you time You did stay in
0: my apartment then, did you? Because I, I think some, anyway.
2: No, I think uh, I did a hotel.
0: Uh, anyway, I had so, fun there though. Great, so check this out. It was in the middle of Times Square, 42nd and 8th. Kind of sounds like this right now. Mm. And there were, uh, and it was doing okay. The clubs, there were five rooms, five rooms for stand up. And we usually just do the first room. After the Michael Richards thing, like about three weeks after, you couldn't, all five shows would be sold out simultaneously. Sold out, wow. Almost every day.
2: I bought a Lamborghini that week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was, it was, it was literally like the best piece of press ever. And Jamie, by his the whole banning the N word thing, it was he knew that was a, a publicity stunt. Mm-hmm. He knew that wasn't an actual thing. Mm-hmm. I remember. I no, think was- but
2: at the time, yeah, at the time, the way he, his heart translates things, and I'll say that because like there is the tiniest heart inside that man. Oh, I think it, he's
1: got a big heart. I
2: know he does, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's actually a big heart, but yeah. it's like tiny <laughs>
1: and
2: crisped. But it, I think that and at the time he was overpowered with emotion and felt like, well, then no one says it until you know we figure it out. But I laughed really hard. I was yeah. like, oh, cool, cool, here's, bro. here's why I think
0: that's a publicity stunt. Because this, this thing happens, all of a sudden there's free press everywhere and Jamie's all about the free press, obviously. And instead of going, Michael Richards is banned forever, he goes, We have to ban the N word yeah. which by the way is not the first time that's been bandied about in comic clubs. Richard Pryor wanted to do that back in the like, ban set. It? He he went to Africa, had a moment, and he goes, N word's bad and he wanted to ban the N word. Uh-huh. So it's that was like in the eighties. So this has happened this has been a bit of thing. This, so he knew about that. So I think it was definitely a really good policy son to say right. to hand the N-word. Just
3: I, white people, just ban
0: it for white people. Yeah, 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 which is pretty much how it is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, I mean, there's so much more, but I, I, I'm happy that I was there to experience it because culturally, for me, I was able to kind of see very early on what not to do on stage <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> well a lot of people also say learning experience that somebody else had
0: yeah, to go through yeah. for you well also a lot of people say <laughs>
2: i was thinking about doing it <laughs> yeah.
0: but i'm glad he did it first that was a nail on the when car. people yeah. say well, well the n-word or hate speech is like that was not about stand-up comedy that's the guy who had a, a breakdown on stage yeah i mean that wasn't him saying jokes that involve the n-word that was him just get losing his shit and then calling black guys the n-word like a bunch of times
3: from a a very outside perspective i always thought that it was some kind of racial back and forth but for you to say it was like they're ordering ordering drinks that's crazy
2: isn't that such a mind-blowing and i've sat on that story for so long as someone that genuinely cares not because i care about being in it I cared about what happened that night because I cared about the venue and I cared about what I did and who we are and the people that we brought in. My voice now is much stronger for that and I can see the way clubs work now and and we have more as a, a woman we've never had the door open so wide before which just feels great and I'm acknowledging it. But it is something to be said of that night and being there and having other cocktail waitresses who our jobs are to observe. That's what we do. That's We see the room the way Sarah Mello seats the room. We know who's on the left, who's on the right, who's... Going to be trouble in the front. Who's going to need to be cut off in the back? This person needs to go. Yeah, we see these things, and that's how we manage that club. That vibe, the way that room runs, is a tight ship if it's done well. I think I think that's sort of like a
0: throwback to a different way the club was run. Because I kind of feel like now the the servers there don't really have the same kind of presence of mind. At the Laugh we, Factory, as you guys did. I, back isn't in the that day.
2: fascinating? And that that goes to show you and by the those four of us were still friends for so successful women, and that era that we went up through was just so pivotal because it 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 was so many amazing comics coming through, and the talent and the the people pouring in to just fill these seats. But it's another thing to like the audiences are just there. You never know, right? Yeah. You just never know. So it grew a set of balls for everybody and a set of labias if you want doubles, mm-hmm. but. It really it, it forms so when I went back and saw the New York property. I was impressed, but I was like, it felt haunted to me, but not.
0: It was haunted, you know, literally. Yeah, I it's, mean, it's it, it became a uh, a haunted house,
2: right? Uh, what? I, I oh, swear oh, to God, oh, oh, the it became it, be, it is
0: now a nationally registered haunted house. And oh, then uh, well haunted like now it's all shut down. There's nothing there. But uh, real so quick segue. What happened was uh, it's so there, there it was sex workers, right? It was a show world. And a, I'd heard a rumor that a a prostitute had been murdered. I
2: heard the this. same listen, rumor. Listen, no,
0: listen, listen, listen. <laughs> this is so check stupid. This out. Check. No, 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 no. Ch- JC, check this out. You
2: did the research. So I did the research. Of course, it's happened. And they killed her so- and
0: they put her body in the sh- in the shower. Uh, but where it was in in the green room there was a shower well, yeah, that typically. we'd uh, we'd see all the time yeah so check this lie. out so I go wait this is crazy mm-hmm. and i people' it's, people work there like they're ghosts the f- chairs fly over we hear voices mm-hmm. all the time I was like this is bullshit. I research it there was a book written about uh murders in Times square and this is one of them it was an unsolved this woman's murder was never solved there were two people who were accused and both of them got off oh wow so her murder was never solved so the fact that people don't know this and they're talking about the place being haunted and then I found out that there's an unsolved murder of this woman and the, eh, if you mm-hmm. believe in ghosts it's pretty fucking uh, sounds Find like there, maybe me. there is one. My yeah.
2: thing about ghosts and I come from Pennsylvania I get it I understand the ghost. but my thing about ghosts is you know you go wherever you want go to go to Bali. <laughs>
0: yeah. <that's laughs> why, good why are you,
3: you stuck in the
2: shower? Why are you stuck in the house? <laughs> What's the ish? And everyone's like it's spiritual and it's like no it's not your fucking ghost. Uh, Yeah. There's nothing there. You You don't know ghost
0: rules, (laughs) JC.
2: Yes, I do. And the fact that it's now morphed into just demon women ghosts in pajama underwear.
0: What are you talking about? It sounds like the porn I've been watching. Grudge. Oh, oh, yeah.
2: Mama. Mama. I think there's probably a million more. Yeah. Where it's all just girls in fucking nightgowns pop-locking to people um, <laughs> so,
0: night before christmas so, underwear like, so we were talking about so I so she, she's heckle proof what you must have a story where you were heckled and you were like had a I, really bad set any anything that I happened mean, that was,
3: dude this is maybe not the two best people to have on just this segment you're so of fucking the positive
2: no, no not Wait, not you're only positive that. too well i oh, don't take is, shit see a good guy. that's why i like you thanks man same z's thanks
3: <laughs> Tommy's pretty positive. Do you know Tommy?
2: Tommy he Tommy producer. He's kind of
3: in a sad mood right now, but he's mostly pretty positive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's where
0: it counts. And negative to himself.
3: Um, but from all those years playing music to no one, you got used to like how to not how to deal with the a reaction that maybe you don't want. Sure. And then like me and my friends all grew up like breaking each other's balls and who can make fun of everyone or who could roast everyone or yeah. whatever. So when I got to the point where I started like doing clubs and people would talk, it, it wasn't, it's never been a problem. It's, it's been annoying, but it's never been like a, no one's ever got the better of me in yeah. a heckler situation.
0: Right. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I, th- I think, have you ever had a moment where you did deal with a heckler and you felt like maybe, I am I, 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 I my policy is never to be mean to a heckler. Okay. That is That is literally my policy. Okay. And you know how comics love to encourage comics, like, oh, shut that mother! F-, like, and when a comic trashes a heckler, sure, comics like high five them. I've never. Part of the reason is because I've heard uh, I've had some like pretty hairy experiences where uh, where um.
2: Hello, Sarah Mello. You've walked into the room,
0: Sarah Mello. Um, we might have to do a swap season a bit. Um, do you need anything, Sarah? That's all weed right there. You're fine where you're parked. And <laughs> that bag, and that white bag, that white bag. Help in that yourself.
2: <laughs> Help yourself.
0: Um, I, I don't know. Just like I've, I've had moments where I, I said some shitty th- One time it was, you know, typical things where people are talking. I'm like, hey guys, be quiet. And then, hey, we, are you fucking retarded? And they were actually a group of mentally oh no. handicapped people oh no. with their sponsor. Yeah, that'll teach you a lesson room. for sure. So I, I'm always like, I never know where people come from. I don't want to assume. I yeah.
3: hope. I like to give people the benefit of the doubt, and and the first couple times, I'm never. I get weirded out when people are like instantly like, there's like some whispers, uh-huh. and then the worst thing you could say to somebody, yeah, yes. like that, that's a weird jump. So yes. it's normally it's like weird a progression.
2: Jump. Yeah, yeah, and I just have seen it so much, yeah. and and I that's why I'm just I'm in awe when I don't see it or I see it handled well or what I've aspired to career wise in my life, I. I just love is this are they coming for us? It's really
0: weird. Yeah, this is like the most like there's something happening in LA right now. It
1: won't come through very much
0: very But that is like a helicopter literally like right over our heads.
2: <laughs> what do you mean? Is it because of Thanksgiving? <laughs> yeah. this isn't the thanksgiving turkeys have run away um,
3: this doesn't feel very. there's a LA. bunch of turkeys running down the street
2: <laughs> I would hope that that's what's going on they're
3: running for the, a bunch of chefs but chasing I
2: d- them <laughs> <laughs> with blades just so many blades
0: um.
2: I, I, I like that I, I would prefer not to go that route but then, then I have angry day or yeah. something triggers me wrong or the element calls for it if it's a bar show or if it's the club <laughs> and it's a different style mm-hmm. show. Something in me, Pittsburgh, comes out mm-hmm. and it fucking zeros in. Yeah. But I don't... I'm not good at the mean part. I'm yeah, good yeah. at the fun part. Yeah. yeah. Like making you can
3: turn this f- them because all they want is like... they a lot of times when they talk, they're just like super into it. Yeah. It's, and there's all different, as I'm telling you, like you don't know, there's yeah, all different him, situations. Let me tell you about hecklers. Tell you know. me, master. Um, <laughs> no, but there's like the people talking just because they know they're not supposed to respond. And then there's the people talking because they've never been to a stand-up show yes. before. And then there are the people being like, drunk hey, be drinks. funny or whatever. And that's yeah. totally
2: different. And then ordering drinks. Sarah Mello knows what I'm talking about. What do,
0: you, what, do you, what do you say? Sarah, were you there during the Michael Richards night?
2: Were you there that night? Oh, yeah, okay, she okay. was, I was there, but you heard about it, but you never, you're going to have to listen to the tape. Yeah, I just yeah. gave the whole thing.
0: Um, listen to the felt tape. Like so, uh, So, Mike, I know, uh, by the way, I know you have to go for a bit and- uh, and. Uh, well,
3: it's Thanksgiving, Bill.
0: I know, because yeah. <laughs> you have- he, he's, he's I have well, to Because, go too. because you just got here. I know, but I'm telling you- were You were supposed you, to start at eight. It's not even eight yet. I can't
2: really- <laughs> <laughs> oh, the but, fake heart out is Jesus, that is some <laughs> entitled
0: white woman shit right this there.
2: Is, I'm not, but I'm going to stay 20 more minutes. Whoa. <laughs> That's a hot 20. It's
0: hot 20. Hot, That's hot, a volatile 20. 20. Is there anything that you... Because you, he's... Mike Falzone is a married man. He's like a real person. He has love in his life and stuff. So w- <laughs> what... Uh, what do you is there anything you want to plug or you want to talk about coming up anything you're excited about I'd like to plug my marriage
3: uh, <laughs> shout out to my marriage your one time
2: your marriage is so <laughs> sweet I like your husband thank you
0: yeah thank don't you. plug anything she's not gonna by listen. the way don't plug anything in 2018 cause this is gonna <laughs>
3: gonna so what am I doing
2: next year yeah is this gonna come out
0: <laughs> JC I thought oh. you were Miss Positivity Yoga
2: class I, meant, I meant it genuinely this is gonna yes. come out <laughs> yes it is <laughs> but it came out wrong yeah okay
3: so uh, you're, you're a podcast a show what? On Thursday. Uh, my po- <laughs> I have a podcast with my wife called Welcome to Our Podcast. Uh-huh. And then I have a more popular podcast with my friend Steve called Dynamic Banter. Wow. Okay.
2: Way to hurt your wife's feelings. Uh,
3: right no, now. she knows. She knows how numbers work. Okay.
2: <laughs> she can look Just at one number sure. and see
3: it's way smaller than another
2: <laughs> you know, number. But call it a popular. She's it super like smart
3: like that.
0: Mike, was that a sympathy podcast you're, you're doing for your wife? No, Come on, I fucking honest. love
3: that. You know what? It It boggles my mind when people... Like a couple thousand people just listen to that podcast, click. dude. But they come out to shows and they're so like, oh really? Hey, you and can make then a they career. meet Zoya, and then that's like they're super excited to meet because so she's cool. just a hairdresser with a podcast.
0: I love how you're so oh, pumped. You're like, that. oh, only a couple thousand people listen to this podcast. That's yeah. good for that's like, where I'm at your in my lesser podcast. Probably.
2: But yeah. it's also that's good too. It's yeah. great.
0: Mike in the morning.
3: Thank you, Tommy. Dude, this fucking yeah, guy. Yeah,
0: you're off mic, so you know.
3: Uh, Mike in the morning is a YouTube show that I do every Tuesday, and uh, it's my favorite
0: thing. In the oh, world.
2: Mike in the morning. Awesome. Yeah. Well,
0: Sounds Mike, fun. man, it's really good. It to, it's it's like really a good like a fun to, um, morning show.
2: Good. Good. Mm-hmm. Great. Thank you, Jason. You're welcome.
0: I'm trying to kick <laughs> you the fuck out of my yard. So, Mike, it's a really uh, <laughs> no, it's re- I'm really glad we got we got to do this. And, Me and too, anytime man. you want to come back, you know, and like co hosts or whatever just hang out that'd, be, that'd yeah. be awesome you're a good dude and i'll I'd be working to. with you uh monday
3: hell yeah see you oh, soon great, man.
0: man thanks <laughs> happy thanksgiving oh, happy thanksgiving <laughs> oh, we just dated this podcast thanksgiving
2: happy thanksgiving yeah. it's thanksgiving
3: if you listen to the
2: thanksgiving, thanksgiving, it's thanksgiving it's thanks? happy thanks
0: i say thanksgiving
2: thanksgiving
1: it's the after laugh after laugh welcome to the after laugh after laugh after laugh after laugh man Go ahead, pull up a chair.